Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. I am Matt Aramondo. I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. There we are, singing songs with our mouths. <laughs> this is the way you always sing a song. <sighs> I would certainly hope so. Cool, cool. Um, hey, Emily, welcome back from Norway. How was Norway? Uh, it's amazing. Um, I saw stuff, hung out with some people. Cool. Emily hasn't left yet. I have not left but yet. When you hear this, it's, it's the day she's flying back. This comes out the day. Oh, that's that you true. Fly back. Yeah. So we'll really talk about it on the next episode. <laughs> uh, but if you've been following along, you know that this is episode, the third episode in two days we've recorded. That's true. Yes. <laughs> if you're following along. Um, in fact, I have not even really left this couch. Barely. This episode and two episodes ago. Uh, we brewed some tea, used the bathroom, we ate some pretzels, and we watched The Good Place. Love that show. <laughs> this is re- If you listen to two weeks ago's episode and this one back to back, it's really interesting yeah i bet most people will forget everything that happened because there's two weeks between these two episodes yeah. um cool. we go on a picnic in between yeah one episode emily's sick and then we go on a picnic and emily's a little more sick yes and then we come back and emily's less sick again but like this identically sick to the, the previous time yeah it's gonna be a real path <laughs> that's what i'm going good with. word we have a guest uh, we do have a guest. We have. Um, I feel like you have to introduce it. <laughs> yeah. We have, you know, well, maybe. Yeah, I will. I mean, I will, but I'm trying to think the words to put together. We have our first not improvising person. We have uh, the person who is formerly my fiance, which we mentioned on that other podcast. <laughs> You're formerly betrothed. Formerly betrothed. Good English word. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, uh, my wife, Laura Miner. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Laura's secretly been here for almost all the podcasts. That's true. Um, she um, goes, squirrels away in, <laughs> in our bedroom <laughs> and does things while we're recording in the living room. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but she's never witnessed one be recorded, really. Well, the one in the park, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that was the first one, and it was a good warm up. Yeah, like talked about fruit for five minutes. Uh, so. You were. Uh, I knew Emily was going to hit her head on the microphone stand. <laughs> I was l- looking and waiting, and I wasn't going to mention until she did it. <laughs> I'm going to uh, do that later. Uh, uh, what at the tea? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you got ten minutes yesterday. If I'm, if I'm, I think everyone got about ten or twelve minutes. So okay. this one's the big hour and a half. Or, well, we'll see. No promises <laughs> that we'll go the full hour and a half. We'll go the amount of time needed. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, I was saying 45, 50 minutes, and I was promising that, and then it never happened. So now I, I'm promising an hour and a half, but, you know, hopefully, I think my new ideal is like one fifteen, mm-hmm. hour 15, hour 20. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for opening your home. Sure. Uh, Laura, you're not a you're not a comedian. <laughs> what are you? Um, I'm a photographer, an artist. You know, it's complicated. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what what 
subjects do you like the most? To photograph? Yes. I like to photograph food and like weird textures and materials. And I also do miniatures from time to time. I'm, I'm a macro photographer. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got a website? Yeah, I have a website. <laughs> LauraMinerPhotography.com. Perfect. There we go. I thought I'd get <laughs> that, that out a, the beginning. a pre-plug. Thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. It was a pre-plug. Mm-hmm. But we can't just like be like, so how was improv practice today with Laura? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you go to school for t- photography? Yeah. That's uh, where we met. Did you, ask her to go, ugh. Did you also go to Northeastern? No, actually. I oh. went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design, which is like two blocks away from Northeastern. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be allowed to go to that school. Oh, uh, well, it's, really? Because uh, I couldn't say you, the name. Oh, right. Well, colloquially, <laughs> it's, it's known as Mass Art. Yeah. So. I could say Mass Art. Yeah. Good. You just... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone forced you to say the... Like, oh, so what does that stand for? And you just have to stare at them just blankly. Walk <laughs> just walk away from them. That's actually a really funny character. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast. Um, Laura um, brought the tea today. She did. Oh, tea time. Are we on tea time already? Well... However, yeah, we can be. What do you want? You want to ask Laura another question? I just want to know if I should sing. Let's go to tea talk. All right. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We have plenty of time for banter as we go on. <laughs> uh, Laura brought the tea, although I forced her to. <laughs> um, she got a tea for Christmas that she forgot was given to her. My mom gave it to her. She forgot. Yeah, I think I blacked out because I was just like, Matt gets the tea. Yeah. <laughs> it was to you, though, wasn't it? Am I not I, remembering this correctly? Yeah, I think it was. And I think I was just like, Matt gets the tea. Yeah. That's not a present for me. It's a present for him. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I never confronted her about this. I don't think my mom listens to the podcast. So I don't think, I don't think we'll ever get an answer for this unless I do ask her. But I don't know if it was, maybe it was meant to be a present for both of us and she just wrote your name or, yeah, you know, I mean, who knows. Yeah, I mean, it ends up in our apartment anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I'll just, yeah. So Laura's going <laughs> to rope this into her topic somehow. I, don't know yet how but we'll find out mm-hmm. um the tea is uh our third in four weeks by this one brand uh tivana um nearing the end of our tivana reign um <laughs> the okay. tivana reign of terror on our yeah. podcast uh it's called strawberry daiquiri i actually looked this up while we were making the tea but i'm pretty sure the new iced tea company of tivana this is a flavor you could get Dang. Wow. I looked it up when I looked up the ingredient list. Uh, it's a blended herbal tea. What do we got in here? Do you still have the recipe? Well, I was going um, to make you guys guess all of the chunks, unless you guys remember them. Oh, um, Laura? Yeah, I remember some of them. Um, I believe it's like dried apple cubes, dried strawberries, rose petals, blackberry flowers. And another kind of petal. I can't help you. Uh, there's apple pieces, blackberry leaves, hibiscus petals, lemongrass, natural flavors. <laughs> natural flavors. Yes, that's what it says. We missed lemongrass mm. and hibiscus. And hibiscus, yeah. 
And then Rose Petals, Strawberry, and Vanilla Pieces. Also, I did not read this earlier because I did not see it. But the natural flavors are alcohol, lemongrass, and strawberry. Well, it's strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, that I makes know, sense, but I guess. What kind of alcohol? Just I, grain alcohol? Well, daiquiri, well I, don't know what's, alcohol. I don't know what's in this. I don't know. A daiquiri would be with rum. Right. Uh, and also, we can't stop smelling it. It's got it's, such a potent smell. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> and like, it, even I can smell it. It gets up yeah. your nose. It's, yeah. It li- lives inside you forever. I'm going to see if I can smell if the tea smells as strong. Oh, the smell of the tea. Um, there, are, it's yeah, and when you look at it, um, it does. There's no leaves, that or no apparent leaves, but there's like little cubed apples and little sliced um, strawberries, and there's like curled up rose petals. I guess that's what that is, and little lemongrass like uh, grass blades, blades yeah. of lemongrass, blades of grass. Um. And anyway, so last week was our fruit episode, so here we go, <laughs> having a whole bunch of fruit in a tea. Laura, do you think the tea smells as strong as the the mixture does? I don't know. I think the dry tea definitely is stronger. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah, I agree. Now that I'm smelling this, it's like it's almost like a potpourri. I compared it to a Yankee Candle <laughs> yeah. earlier. Emily's coughing it up. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I can definitely taste the hibiscus in it. Um, and like the color looks like a, 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 a hibiscus tea. I don't know if I've ever had hibiscus. Hibiscus. I've had it from like, I feel like it's a pretty common iced tea. If a, if a place sells multiple mm-hmm. iced teas, like I just had one a couple weeks ago. Hibiscus iced tea. Hibiscus or hibiscus? I say hibiscus. Emily, what would you prefer to say? I think I would say hibiscus. I think. Wow. Okay. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. I'm not sure. Fun with words and Emily. <laughs> I would say hibiscus, but I'm really I'm thinking hi- hibiscus sounds like something a person would say. I also could be getting confused with the hyacinth, which is a different flower. Hyacinth. Hmm. It's spelled with a Y too. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Yep. I hate that. I can't vouch for her. <laughs> Who decided it was spelled that way? Only that it is. Wow. Um, well, do we have any? Do we have any more thoughts on the tea, or should we rate it? Um, it. Let me taste it one more time before I just tell you for sure. Use the force. Pull the tea to you. <laughs> um. So I'm taking another sip. I had a. I had another one. I the strawberry is there for me a lot too. Yeah, there's. I definitely taste strawberry. I. It kind of tastes just like. I would want to taste this iced, because then I think it would just be like juice, which I think would be good. So, um, Laura, what do you think? Um, I definitely taste the hibiscus and also vanilla. Oh yeah, there's vanilla, right? Did you yeah. say that? Yeah, there's yeah. vanilla chunks. Chunks. And also the lemongrass. There's like kind of a tanginess. Mm-hmm. At the end, that I think you can attribute to the lemongrass. It's also apple, which also maybe has a little yeah that to it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree that I I would try I would like to try this iced. Uh, this might be better that way. It's kind of kind of has that flavor to it. Uh, we still made it hot though. <laughs> this is not the iced tea episode. No, you're waiting this, another year for that one. <laughs> this is a hot tea episode or hot tea podcast. This is we're nine we're the ninety nine percent hot tea. 
because we have cold tea one percent right, so of the time two percent really kind of two percent of the time i wanted to do the math in my head but then i immediately gave up on that idea it's about two well there's 52 weeks a year so um it's almost exactly two percent if there were if there were only 50 weeks in a year it would be two percent but if we episode. did episodes like how many episodes have we done so far we've done uh this is episode 17 so i uh, see i can't do it i think there's just no way there's no way uh oh yeah percentage of this one yeah well one seventeenth of the episodes we've had iced tea <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that's the math (laughs) i think we need to ask the most important question laura is this your cup of tea it is my cup of tea what what makes it your cup of tea the complexity of flavor there are a lot of flavors the sweetness um yeah i normally like green teas white teas um and I think if I am going to go for like a like a darker tea like this, um, I'd go for something with like really deep flavors like vanilla mm-hmm. and hibiscus. Yeah. So this is an herbal tea, so it actually fits. Yeah. It's a weird, it's like dark colored, but it's otherwise it's like an herbal tea. Yeah. It's not like black tea or anything. Matt, is this your cup of tea? I, um, good question. Great question. That's why I asked it. I know. I'm enjoying it right now. I don't know that I would have this. Well, I'm waffling on whether this is my cup of tea. I'm sort of, I'm having an okay time drinking it. But maybe not my cup of tea. It's, Mm. it's, It's fine. I'm really, I'm really in the middle of the road about this. Like I'm fine drinking it. But I feel like I maybe, I don't know if I would make this for myself. I feel like maybe I'd have to have the craving for it, which I don't know if I'll ever have that. Um, I guess for me, hmm. Well, wait, Emily, is yeah. this your cup of tea? Oh, what a great question. Thank <laughs> you for asking. Um, I do, I do like the complexity of the flavors. I like that there's not just like one thing I'm tasting. So on that hand, I do like it. But I guess for me, and I think this is really where I come down on the cup of tea or not cup of tea is that it's just not tea to me. You know, I think I agree. I think as like, I think that's why I maybe would like it iced because then it would, it would be more of just like, I wouldn't think of it as tea as much. Yeah. Thinking of it as tea makes it harder to yes. appreciate. Yes. Cause it's definitely, it doesn't have like, a, I mean, there's no tea leaves in it. So yeah, this is the snobbiest we've ever been about tea on this <laughs> podcast um, for sure. So yeah. I guess to me, it's not, it's good. I would love it as a juice. I'd right b- now, it's just hot juice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would not describe it as a, a cup of tea. So, I, therefore, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I would I would buy this, like, in a can from, like, a 7-Eleven. Like, if I was thirsty and I was walking around and I needed, like, something, I'd probably buy this cold. You could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually don't like. I know about these iced Tivana things, but I don't know I, where I you no can where you buy, buy them. them. Isn't that fun that you don't know where you'd buy them? I would assume oh, well. Starbucks, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like they probably. Well, I, I'm they almost certainly sell them at Starbucks, but I guess I wouldn't be surprised if they were also at like um, supermarkets or something, yeah. or sold alongside like Honest Tea, 
You know that brand? Mm-hmm. Owned by Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Thought I'd get that out there. Or do you think it has like a tea flavor or is just... Yeah. It's, no. I, I get tea from it. I guess I just don't drink enough herbal teas. Maybe I don't drink enough tea. Yeah. Period. Well, there we go. <laughs> I got to say, Laura, I don't think you do. Yeah. <laughs> knowing how much tea, knowing exactly how much tea you drink. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess like I have had hibiscus tea enough where I like accept, I guess I accept it on that level, but I mean, it's, yes, it's good. I just, it's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's good, but not my cup of tea. I think that makes sense. Yes. So it received one cup of tea from wow. us. But not because we didn't like it, but because, at least for me, it's not. It's not our cups of teas. It's not tea. Cups of tea. Cup of teas. Postmasters general. I'm just. I learned from Gilmore Girls that cul de sacs, plural, is calls de sac. And I've never looked into it. can't possibly be right. <laughs> I have never looked into it. I'm um, not accepting that as true. <laughs> I. I honestly could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. I wish I, I could comment. I have no idea. I don't know either. I, I grew up on a cul-de-sac. I don't. It sounds like a joke. It doesn't sound like a real uh, answer to me. That's just yeah, that's how I feel like. Gilmore Girls like a laugh riot. <laughs> I don't or, know if I would. Do, it's witty. Okay. I I mean I guess that's how, like what people. It's like talky. How much do you laugh at it out loud? I don't know if I ever like laughed out loud. Like there mm. are parts that are funny. Do you do you um do you laugh out loud to TV usually? If it, you're watching comedies, do you usually laugh out loud, or you just kind of watch and go, "I like that." Um, I would say not often laughing out loud, but I will, like if it's really funny. Yeah. So I mean, so for so <laughs> just before this, we were watching The Good Place, and I thought things were funny, but I wasn't necessarily like laughing out loud at them. I think. I think you realize I I think you realize to catch me by surprise and that's how I laugh the most. So like if if a sh- if something is like so like absurd and funny, which is why like I think the Simpsons and like Arrested Development are the two shows that I laugh out loud at the most. But I'll watch like other things L- and think O-L they're funny. At the most. Real- reality LOL. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of, and then there's like other shows I'll find like kind of funny. Like I think Jessica Jones, well, as an action TV show is like she's funny on it but i don't like laugh out loud at at it i just like sit and watch and go that's funny i like that i wish she would talk to daredevil more that's my that's my favorite um thing when the two those two characters talk to each other laura do you laugh out loud at tv shows yeah i will but it's not consistent yeah it really depends like i had the same reaction to the good place like i thought all of it was great and smart and funny but I wasn't laughing out loud a lot, but I was laughing on the inside. Um, you laughed more than Matt did. I, that person. might have been like... Because I was very worried about you guys not it, laughing. I, I know. And I, it might have been like a social thing where I felt like out of politeness, I should laugh mm-hmm. as much as I can. <laughs> um, well, I didn't get distracted by my phone. So, you know, I wasn't bored. That's true. That's, my, that's the telltale sign that I'm bored with something is phone time (laughs) yeah i also i've watched the episodes we've watched at least three to four times now so like i knew all the jokes so i wasn't laughing as much as like maybe the first time i watched it fair i've been watching re-watching arrested development from the beginning and i'm laughing like crazy because i forgot everything that happened i've forgotten the moments how could you forget the moments it's been years i originally watched that show like 
12 years ago. When was it? No, it was 2003 is when it first aired. So I was watching it 15 years ago originally. Yeah. I think it was sophomore year in college. That was 15 years ago. I was Anyways, 13. I'm going to go. <laughs> I was not a sophomore in college. Um, well, I was a sophomore 2005. Yeah, whatever. 2004 into 2005. Um, yes, one I'm... more real quick thing about the tea is that there's like a lot of debris at the bottom. And so as I'm drinking it, it gets like more and more flavored. Hmm. That's all. I just wanted to tell everyone. That. Interesting. Good points. Good points all. <laughs> um, do we want to... Do we have anything else to say about the tea? No, I think we gave it our uh, our cups of tea rating. <laughs> uh, Laura, do you have any more no. tea comments? No. You want to say thank you to my mom for buying that for you for Christmas? Do I have to do it on the podcast or should I just <laughs> do it in person? Like, <laughs> No, don't, don't do not do it in person. I assume you already did do it in person. You probably yeah. said like, thank you for all the gifts or whatever yeah. people say at Christmas. Sure. Sorry. Do you call his mom mom or Miss Armando or her first name? I would, I call her by her first name. Am I allowed to say it on, on the air? Is it, um. I don't care if you say my mom's first name. Her name is Alice. And I say it. Right. If I have to. You know, like, yeah, you know you how, never like, want to say names. You, yeah, it, you, you know, you, yeah. I see, I, you, you get that. Yeah. Like how sometimes you don't have to say somebody's name at them. Yeah. So I feel like I'm I feel like other than on this podcast, I'm never saying people's names here. I have to say people's names. That's true. Because I have to be like, Emily, Laura, is that your cup of tea? (laughs) But in real life, I don't have have to really say it very much. You just start talking and you just hope everyone knows that you're talking towards them. Yeah. (laughs) Did you always call her Alice? I'm very fascinated by this. Yeah. Never Mm -hmm. Miss Armando. No, I'm not that formal. I'm. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, I don't have like any respect for my elders, but I, when it comes to identifying, um, people, I, I, I don't go that route. Like even my, um, I have like a second cousin who is like my dad's age and Mm -hmm. she made a comment to me about how like I always call her Marge and she was just like, you know, that kind of stuff wouldn't have flown like in my day, like you would have had to call me like Auntie Marge, but like it's okay because I know you're cool and you <laughs> you aren't disrespectful, so you can continue to just call me by my first name. No. But I would never even dream of addressing like any family member like that, like Uncle this or like no. Aunt that. Is it yeah. makes me feel uncomfortable? Like there's a distance, yeah, and there shouldn't be. Yeah, um, I have so many things to say. One in Harry Potter, um, there's. His not not really his aunt, but he calls her Aunt Marge. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, two, when I was growing up, like when I was little, little, I would go like I'd call my aunts like Aunt Polly, Aunt Joycey, Aunt Rosie, but now I just call them Joyce, Paula, Rose, Nancy. Yeah, that's their name. Do you think your parents just like I don't know? I made just, you say that. I or? like vaguely remember when I was growing up being like, oh, I'm done with that. Like there wasn't like yeah. no one else really did. My mom referred to them as Paula, Joyce, Nancy, Rose. Right. Um, Are these some of the people that uh, 
listen to our podcast and yes. or like our things. Yes. Some of these names are familiar to me to my Facebook yes. alerts. <laughs> yes. Nancy does not have a Facebook, so you would not hear her name. Some of those names. Some not of those all names. of them. Um, and then what was the other one I had to say? I feel like, didn't you just say two? Oh, growing up. Oh. I hated when people called my mom Miss Riggins, Mrs. Riggins. I was like, you can call her Kathy. And she's like, well, what if I don't want that? I'm like, it's weird. You're Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to call you Kathy. <laughs> uh, Those wait, are the things okay. I wanted to say. Wait, you call her Kathy? No, I call her mom. Okay. But I don't like it. Like, if you were to meet her, I... Hey, mom. I would hate it if you called her Mrs. Riggins. What if I called her mom? I would hate that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Although, some of my friends do call her Mama Riggs. That's uh, <laughs> her Twitter handle, That right? is her Twitter handle. So, I could just be calling her by her Twitter handle. You could. I know people's Twitter handles. That's right. <laughs> I think I know everyone here. Is, everyone here has a weird Twitter handle. And I think I know them all. Everyone here, everyone we talk, we talk to a lot of people with weird Twitter handles. Oh, yeah. I think I might be the only one that just has their name as their Twitter handle that we've... No, we've had a couple of guests that... I have nickname versions of both of my first and last name. Yeah. I, well, I mean, Matt is a nickname. It's not, it's not a legal name can't be named matt i mean you could be but you're allowed to be named matt i do i i know there are mats i know <sighs> all right extended tea talk is maybe over <laughs> tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk cool um i'm working on that one uh yeah keep workshopping it <laughs> uh someday maybe we'll have like music i keep meaning to work on it maybe that's what i'll do when we're not podcasting for the next two weeks not that people here will know that this will come out after that but when people are listening to not this one but to some of them i will be flouncing my way through europe that's the word Mm. i want went with flouncing yeah cool all right so my topic this week revisiting something we talked about in week number four in i want to talk about another video game that is near and dear to my heart in that episode we talked about the legend of zelda i have a different franchise a very long running one i believe they just released a bunch of uh um anniversary uh things but uh the the video game franchise is the mega man series oh, i don't know anything about this one oh, mega mm-hmm. man so this is not is he a large man no um he well so first of all this is not strictly nintendo so zelda was only nintendo mega man uh for a lot of his history was only on nintendo but it's made by a company called capcom which is a uh they're not tied to nintendo they make other things um they make like street fighter games and some other stuff that i'm forgetting right now (laughs) off the top of my head but most importantly they make mega man and they made, they've been making these since the 80s. Uh, they're still sort of making them now. Although the recent ones have been lar- largely bad. <laughs> but I want to talk about my the childhood memories I have of it. So basically, you've got Mega Man. He's a man. Uh, what who, makes him Mega? So he's a robot, sort of an android robot. Um, think C-3PO, but badass. <laughs> And he has a gun for a hand. So BB-8. Yeah, but he's got arms and legs. BB-8, well, he's a droid. 
in the Star Wars sense. I think androids are supposed to have arms and legs if you're like a full-fledged android. Okay. Is that acceptable to you? I mean, in Star Wars, BB-8 is no doubt a droid. And is also a badass. That's really the more the comparison yeah. I was going for. Uh, Mega Man has a, a a gun for a hand, basically. <laughs> it's like a it's like a a blaster. It's not a uh, bullet gun. <laughs> and your your stock Mega Man shoots out these little pellets, these little yellow things. Uh, pl- I think they're like plasma. This is plasma gun. And then as you beat, as you play the game, every game follows the same sort of formula. You face off against eight um, bosses and each boss is their own level and they're all given they all have like some sort of name that they're usually like something man uh, and so there's like snake man and he has snakes little robot snakes that he shoots at you out of his arm and then if you beat snake that sounds like the most terrifying thing to be shot at with that's not a bullet <laughs> yes and if you and if you defeat snake man then you get his snake power. And then so for the rest of the game, you now have your regular yellow shooting or you can use the uh, snake shot thing. I don't actually don't know what it's called, but there was like a snake one. And there's like a ninja guy that you can throw ninja stars. And um, basically they try to do it, like, there's tons of them. There's like wood man where you get like a leaf shield. That's like, these leaves that like spin around you. And, Basically, they like just take an ob- any object that exists and mash it, mash it up with something else, and then you have that man. <laughs> and uh, each boss is weak against like there's there's one weapon that each boss is is weak to. So there's like a correct. They don't tell you this ahead of time, but there's like a correct. You can do any level in any order, but there's like a sort of a correct way to do it to benefit yourself to make like the boss fights easier. Because if you have like the thing that someone's weak to, you can beat them faster. Kind of like That's how fine. you don't want to fight a um, electric Pokemon with. Yes. I shouldn't have gotten this far into this metaphor because <laughs> I can't remember which fights are the best. I remember once Brock lost to Ash because Ash cheated and used water. So Brock uses ground and rock type, which would be strong against Pikachu, who's electric, because you can ground electricity. So therefore, Pikachu can't fight Brock. But ground and rock are weak against water. So if he used like a Squirtle or something like that, that would take advantage of it. But he cheated and used water. That wasn't from Pokemon, I think. Oh, he just like threw water on him? Yeah, I don't remember. I watched the episode once. That seems very rude. But then Brock was his best friend. So. Yeah, it all worked out at the end. So I'm uh, I'm glad for that to, to have happened. We're not talking about Pokemon. No, this happened the last time we talked about uh, uh, video games is we, we just started talking about Pokemon a bunch. <laughs> um, I'll say the original game I played was Mega Man 3. And uh, also in Japan, these uh, he's called Rockman. And one of the big things about it is one of the big things in the games is like the badass music they play. So it was literally like rock man is in like rock music. Oh, not like <laughs> the element. No. Hmm. Uh, let me, uh, so th- did I say Mega Man three is like the first that's snake man that's is in Mega Man three. Yeah. And that was like the first one I owned and it was for the original Nintendo. Um, came out, I want to say, I want to guess, I actually don't know when it came out, but I want to guess 86, 37, 
for a few years there there was like a Mega Man game every year. Uh, they made them for the original Nintendo, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, and that's most of my experience playing them. And they did continue making them. There's like some PlayStation ones, and there's some ones like on maybe on Wii and stuff. But like I kind of the series people is very well established that um, the series like sort of started faltering because like they just wasn't being prioritized by the company who made it like people are this is a bit of an internet outrage kind of thing that's been going on for like the last like 10 years is that people don't wish that capcom the company makes Mega Man, would make more good Mega Man games because there's like a ba- fan base for it but they just like don't do it okay i guess as a child why did you like it Mega Man so much the game was really hard so i think i just played it a ton to try to beat it okay because uh, once you beat like those first eight bosses, then you like go into like the final stages and like, I don't know, the game is like crazy hard. You had to save it with passwords, which is the thing we talked about, I think, in that other podcast, because it was like back when before they had they didn't have game saves in the early games. So like when you played the original Mario, you had to beat it in one sitting. You couldn't save. Mm-hmm. And Mega Man, what they would do is give you little passcodes on the screen and it would be a grid like a matrix and there would be red and blue dots in it. And you had to like, so what I would do is I would write down, I would draw the little grids and I'd say, this is where the dots are. <laughs> Have you found those pieces of paper? Um, no, I don't know what they are. Um, later they became number codes. I might have some of those too. So, the, uh, yeah. They had the original, uh, I should also say they had the original Mega Man series, which was one through like nine. And then they went to Mega Man X which I know what you're saying. X is the Roman numeral for 10. But that game took place like 100 years or 1,000 years or something in the future. So really they did like a series of games and then the X series is like supposed to be way in the distant, like a dystopian kind of future. Mm-hmm. And the like the big, the main villain is different. So it's Dr. Wily in the early games and then it becomes this robot named Sigma in the later games. Uh, and like all the old people are dead. So like, Dr. Wily is like deceased in the newer games and the good RIP RIP and you're it's a little unclear if you're a diff like depending on how you follow the canon of it I would say that this, these games very loosely have a story <laughs> uh, but it's basically a different Mega Man like you're a whole like you're this like adva- much more advanced robot and the, even the bad guys are not they're not called like something man anymore they have like an alliterative alliterative name Mighty so, Mac <laughs> uh, actually they're not all alliterative I guess but like many of them are but there's like so one of them is like Spark Mandrill which Mandrill's I think like a giant ape <laughs> but it's like um, technically it's a, just a monkey well anyways that one <laughs> and it I like it's gonna be a topic for me one day and there's like oh there's Flame Mammoth so it's a giant uh, mammoth that can shoot fire at you wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's pretty badass. That I would say Mega Man X, the original one. So that's Super Nintendo. So that's oh, that's the other like defining thing. So the original games were all on either Game Boy or original Nintendo, and then when they went to Super Nintendo, they became like better graphics and things like that. And that's when it became Mega Man X. And that one, I've beaten that game many times. Like I'll even I'll just like do it now i used to (laughs) i used to write down the passwords and now i can just beat it in like one like three hour sitting or something like that but it used to be so hard i couldn't do it now i can i just breeze through it 
Is that because you've played it so many times or because you're better at video games? A little bit of both. Okay. Uh, I mean, the game, I would say, is probably... It still is kind of hard, but now I know like where all the secrets are because you have to like... A big thing is like energy tanks, which is how you get like extra lives or extra health rather. And there, there's also extra lives in the regular sense. Um, but yeah, they're just really badass games. I mean, I want to list you. I, I found the list of uh, the villains in the Mega Man 3 and they're just fun names. Go. <laughs> needle Man, who shoots the needle cannon. <laughs> there's Magnet Man, who shoots the magnet missile. <laughs> there's Gemini Man who has the Gemini laser. There's Hard Man that uses Hard Knuckle. I was going to ask, but <laughs> that could get a little racy for a kid's game. <laughs> mm, indeed. Top Man uses Top Spin. Top Spin mm. is the worst move. It's just it's not even something you shoot. You just actually spin. Also, Top Man is a, not a good name. No. Uh, snake Man, which, is, which uses the weapon Search Snake, which was like a homing missile thing uh spark man so i said there's spark mandrel in that one game there's also spark man in this game <laughs> uh spark shock is his weapon and then <laughs> shadow man has shadow blade which is sort of a uh that's like a ninja star thing and uh yeah can i ask a related yet unrelated question please do beyond like bullets what would be the worst thing to be shot at you what do you think oh boy Probably like exacto blades. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. See, I think snakes would be terrible, only because <laughs> they're terrifying in their own right. I think it would be um, like pieces of um, like Manila envelope that would just paper cut you a ton. No. So if you got like shotgun <laughs> with that, you just have like paper cuts all over your face. That's the worst thing I think you get shot with. Mm. I'm glad we had that digression. <laughs> Leave it to me to give the least serious answer. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Can you imagine snakes just flying at you? Yeah. Um, yes, totally. I was playing. That's terrifying. <laughs> as someone who had played this game uh, many times, yes, I can't imagine snakes being shot at me. <laughs> I've had all kinds of things shot at me in this in uh, in the Mega Man series. Uh, so they recently re-released a bunch of them as like an anniversary collection, which I haven't gotten yet, but I probably will for my Nintendo Switch. Switch. Um, so they, they, I think they're to like, they did like Mega Man X through like, I think the X8, so like 18 or whatever. And like, I only played like one, I think I played like one, two, and three. And one is like the classic. And then like two and three, they just get a little more crazy. And they, the characters have a little less, uh, the d- design is kind of like a little, like, th- actually three is pretty good. Like, but, some of them, the design is really bad, and they you can tell they start started running out of ideas and stuff like that. There's only so many nouns in the word man we can cram together. <laughs> I think I may have even made that joke <laughs> on another episode. Rooster man. Uh, yes. Did you say that joke? Is that a thing? Are you referencing like that rooster over there? Yeah. I feel like maybe this came up, and I feel like this podcast is already eating its own tail. <laughs> <laughs> Like a snake. Yeah. Anyways, Mega Man's great. <laughs> um, I have one more question. Yes. Is there? Are they turning this into a movie? It was a. It was a cartoon oh. on TV. I don't think they're making. Well, like I said, they're the, this company is like sort of 
discarded Mega Man as a franchise. I mean, kind of like imagine if like it's 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 sort of like if Sega stopped making Sonic games or like I don't know. This is like this company, one of this company's like flagship franchises, and they just were like, we're not going to make any more. No more Mario games. Sorry, we're going to make other games now. That would be foolish of Nintendo to say. <laughs> uh, so I don't think there'll be a, um, a thing. I used to own action figures from it, though, and I would watch the cartoon. And in the cartoon, there's like a time travel thing where Mega Man X comes back and hangs out with regular Mega Man. <laughs> That's interesting. What a cool bro time. <laughs> I mean, they have to fight the bad guys, but <laughs> there's Vile. He's the he's like the second in command in the future. He's He's mean. That is a good villain's name yeah it's a good robot villain we have to go fight vile yeah uh yeah oh that man is vile he is adjective and the name he kills Mega Man's best his he kills Mega Man's mentor and best friend in Mega Man x uh whose name is uh zero it's okay uh oh i should mention his dog rush Mega Man is a dog it's also a robot he has a sister whose name i'm forgetting right now um she's she's not she's in the cartoon but she wasn't in any of the games i played i think she is in some of them but not the ones that i had and the dog can turn into things like he can turn into a like a rocket skateboard thing (laughs) dog ever he can turn into a trampoline um he can turn into uh like an underwater thing or you can turn into a, a jet pack that you can just wear like and jet pack around depending on which games which game you were playing he turns into different things is the dog a part of the um transformers extended universe uh no these are not related in that in any way other than little boys like them <laughs> that's too bad i really want them to be uh he tra- he um the dog maintains much of his dog-like stuff and sentience, whereas, like in Transformers, once they turn into like a car, they're sort of just a car. Like they have a little personality, but this Bumblebee, is like Bumblebee. Didn't he? And then uh, Bumblebee didn't when he was um, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox were making out on top of him. He like reacted. He played music or something. Yeah. that's how he talked. He was a mute in the movies, and he would play music. Uh, yeah, I would just like. This like dog could like still wink and things like okay. that. Like it still I, had a dog's face on your like your little skateboard had a dog's face. It's more of like a hoverboard. That's more accurate. Okay. Anyways, I felt like I just talked about Mega Man. I, thank okay. thank you guys for the question. The, some questions. I mm-hmm. hope they make it into a movie for you. Although the movie would be bad. Most video game movies are bad. There's only been wait, what's a good Mega? Uh, I don't think there's ever been a good... So, like, you're making another Tomb Raider movie. That's a video game, originally. I did know that. You did? I did. Uh, they made that Hitman movie that was bad. They made Assassin's Creed, which was bad. I watched that movie, and I gotta say it was bad. Yeah, it looked bad. I never saw it, but it looked bad. Uh, they made a bad Mario movie that was, like, wretched <laughs> from, like, the 93, 94 uh dennis hopper is a villain i wanted to make the joke that that's just a bad time for movies but then i felt like i that's not true 94 so we got forrest gump we got shawshank redemption we've got uh mario brothers movie first time they've <laughs> all, all the greats first time they've all been mentioned together 
it's a Batman movie around then. I'm not totally accurate with my years right now, but anyways, uh, most, I'm trying to think if there's ever been like a good, like a truly good, there's probably been like one video Pokemon. game movie. Pokemon, there you go. There's been like 20 of those, right? I know. The first one. <laughs> the first one with Mew. Mew and Mewtwo. And Mewtwo. All right. Well. Do you feel good about your top? I feel fine. <laughs> I feel ready to move on. <laughs> and move on. I don't feel bad, but I feel like I, well, whatever. You guys feel like I let you down? <laughs> I don't no. think you let us down. <laughs> Well, then I feel better. I hope you all enjoyed that. Go yeah. play a Mega Man game. Get the re-release on Switch. They're fun. I should mention they're like platformers. He jumps around and you shoot things and there's little villains. And it's just so you're sort of your classic side-scrolling game. Once they, I think they tried making them more 3D and they were bad. But side-scrolling is like where it's at. Some games were not meant to be 3D. Like how they turned Mario into becoming 3D like it is now. I that, didn't know that. Those are good. Like how he now he runs around like Mario sixty four and Mario, all the Mario games he just runs around. There's, I mean, they do have some of the side ones still, but um, some games just weren't meant to make the leap from side scrolling to three dimensional. Anyways, let's get out of this topic. <laughs> Move on, Laura. Laura, yeah, you have brought <laughs> the main event. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What? I was going to say, Laura, what is your topic? Well, why don't you say it to her? Laura. <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. What is your topic? My topic is the children's television show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I have never watched a show. I'm so excited. There we go. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, so I'll just, you know give a synopsis since you don't since you don't know the show um it was a live action children's show that aired on nickelodeon um in the early 90s specifically from 1993 to 1996 although there were like little sort of short skits that they would play in between commercials that sort of started the whole story Uh, and that was like in um the early 90s um, so it's about two brothers that are both named Pete, completely inconsequential. Nobody ever really talks about it, but there's Big Pete and Little Pete. I wish they talked about it. <laughs> they never do. <laughs> they never talk about how it's weird, and that's like one of the great quirks about the show. So um, they basically just like live their lives like normal boys dealing with your typical stuff, school girls they're in like middle school and high school yeah it's like middle school high school and they live in the town of wellsville but what state is this supposed to be in um it was filmed in new jersey but it is sort of like an any town usa kind of situation and it is it's very it's like in the suburbs yeah it's it's very suburban and it's also kind of surreal like um they had a uh, superhero um, for the the little uh, Pete. He had his own superhero named Artie, who was just a weird man that hung around. 
and he didn't really seem to have any super powers. He just sort of was there. Did he wear the superhero outfit? Yeah, he wore like long johns or something. And uh, so he was just like an oddball. And I think the what's so funny about um, his character is that I think we all knew that he was just like a regular guy who was just like hang out with all these children. And it's like kind of weird, but you just sort of accept it and it's funny. And it's not creepy, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what I love about the show is... <laughs> is how surreal it it gets um, from time to time. And um, I basically got back into it because my family got me the DVDs um, for Christmas when I was a freshman in college. That's when the DVDs came back out. So I loved the show when I was a kid, but... Um, I basically took a hiatus, you know, like you do when you grow out of Nickelodeon and the internet isn't really a thing yet. And so um, I I got back into it with the DVDs and I also got a silk screening kit the same year. And so I was like, oh, I have all these ideas for t-shirts based on like Pete and Pete stuff because the show also has a lot of really great graphic concepts because they have their own Acme brand um, that is a Kreb Star Industries. And so every product on the show is like Kreb Star this and Kreb Star that and Kreb this and Kreb that. And so that's kind of funny. And just like the even just the the language, the like that the noises that that word make like Kreb like that's <laughs> so Pete and Pete. Like yeah. that's um it's on brand. Okay. So, um, let's see what else. Um, I recently got re back into it. Re re back. Re re back into it because I noticed that enamel pins started becoming a thing again. Yes. And I was like, huh, I have all these like t-shirt ideas like flowing around in my head that I could maybe like translate into enamel enamel pins. So um, I have basically revisited the show, uh, come up with new ideas, and I actually have two pins on the market on my Etsy shop. Um, And Some synergy here. Yeah. Podcast promoting the topic. (laughs) How do you make enamel pins? You design them, and they're made in China for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Or wherever. It's China. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what was your favorite episode? I knew you were going to ask me that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the hard-hitting questions like Emily <laughs> does, but... <laughs> I have it's an important question. I, okay. I have the easy ones. <laughs> All right, so... I think my favorite episode is Yellow Fever. And that is from season two. Um, It is pretty much entirely filmed on a school bus. And the concept is that um, they're going on a field trip. The bus driver, who is a main character on the show, Stu Benedict, bus driver, 
he Recur- I call him a recurring, recurring character. He's a recurring character. He's very important. He's one of my favorite characters on the show. Um, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but he is really funny. And he's constantly in a state of like mental breakdown. And what's <laughs> great about I just can't get enough of like the the way the show deals with comic timing. It's a dark comedy at, at times, I, I feel, um, f- which is like very strange for a kid's show. It's so it's, unique for a kid's show, but it worked and it wasn't. Yeah. It was like, it's the kind of thing where at watching it as an adult, it's like, wow, this is dark. Ha ha. As a kid, you're just like, oh my God, he's yelling and screaming. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that's true of a lot of TV shows like that. Like going back and watching like even like the Rugrats. Like, you're right. Like, Oh, wow, I did not get that as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how they sneak those things in. Exactly, yeah. So he is, as usual, going through a breakup with his girlfriend, bus driver, Sally Knorp, who is played by Ellen Cleghorn, who was on SNL in the 90s. And she's not in the episode, but she, you see her in, in other episodes. And the uh, teacher tells all the kids... Um, And it's older Pete. It's his high school class going on this field trip. And she says, you cannot sing um, if you're happy and you know it. Because it's theirs. It's it's him and Sally's song. (laughs) Um, And so if you you sing it, it, it will be bad news. So the other drama is that older Pete and his best friend Ellen... Um, who they have this sort of like will they won't they kind of thing throughout. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and so there is actually an episode where they full on kiss and then they never bring it up again. It's it, the show is perfect. There's nothing but so like I don't know. Um, I think it's but like there every, are continuity every, errors. <laughs> every episode sort of stands on its own. I think is sort yeah. of how it comes. So like even if something happens in an episode, like there's not necessarily much carryover to like other episodes. Exactly. They're very self-contained. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they're, he thinks that they're going to sit next to each other on the bus like usual. Um, but she tells him like, no, don't sit next to me. Somebody gave me a note that says that they wanted to sit with me. And it's sort of like a, like, like a, a, a secret admirer kind of situation. So I want to know who it is. And he's like super jealous and offended, even though they're not even dating, they're just friends. But he's like <laughs> jealous on a friendship level. So he goes to the back of the bus to sit with Endless Mike, who is the greatest um, like bully ever it, Why is on he TV. endless? I got to know why he's endless. I don't know. It's just like endless torture okay. like i would i would say is probably what it is i i i, I think endless mike is it's one of my all-time favorite names it's yeah just like- <laughs> there are a lot of great names on this show like all all of the um bullies have these like sort of like mobster nicknames kind of like pit Yo, endless Mike's here. <laughs> yeah exactly and the show does heavily rely on the tropes of classic movies like mob movies film noir it's excellent like the camera work is excellent the the blocking is excellent like they the even the music that they use is it's like chef (laughs) kisses so it's just like very smart for a kid's show i mean you could watch it now and truly appreciate it as an adult it's hilarious i laugh out loud 
at this show. You LOL. Yeah. Reality LOL. Yes. So what else happens? So yeah, so he's sitting in back with Endless Mike and he's feeling rebellious. Um, he'd normally not participate in shenanigans, but since... He's a good El- boy. Yes, he's a good boy. And since <laughs> Ellen has... Is uh, Little Pete not a good boy? He is... He, he's a troublemaker. Yeah. I would say he is rebellious, but he is not a bully. Like, he has his own All bullies. Right. Like, there are definitely people who are mean to him. And he errs on the side of being nice, but he is not afraid to throw down. Like, he's he's a kid that teachers hate, but he's a good friend. I love him. He's kind of yeah. class, class clowny. Yeah. Right I'd say, yeah, like class clowny. Yeah. And he has a tattoo. That's the other thing. Like, I think the one thing that, like, all kids remember from the show is that he had a tattoo. And there wasn't really, like, a good explanation. He just had it. Like, there was even an episode where, like, a police officer is like, do you have a license for that tattoo? Which, like, isn't even a thing. And, like, he's like, you bet it. Like, or, like, read him and weep or, you know, something. Describe the tattoo. Okay, so the tattoo, her name is Petunia. And she is just this, like, sexy lady in a sexy dress. And he makes her dance. And he's supposed to be in middle school? Or even younger, like, because... He's really young. He's really young. Wow. Like, the, when the show starts, he's probably, like, seven years old, but, like... You think he's he, that young? I Yeah. I think in the interstitial thingies and the, like, the specials that they had before they did the actual, like, real seasons, he was that actors? young. Yes. Yeah. Now, you showed us where the tattoo was, but for the listener, where, oh, is, the, where the, is the tattoo? It is on his forearm. Yeah. Inside of his inside of his forearm. forearm, yeah. Um. Anyway, yellow fever. Yes, go back, <laughs> go back. I have so many questions. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll I'll just like wrap up the episode and then you can. Okay, so um, he's participating in all of these shenanigans with endless Mike, being a badass, fucking up the bus. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah. You're definitely allowed to say excellent. That. Rated E for explicit. He is fucking up the bus <laughs> and um Stu is getting lost and Stu he's he gets pulled over by the police because somebody puts a sign in the window that's like help we're we're being kidnapped like that kind of stuff so his his job as a bus driver is like really sucking right now he he's about to lose his shit and they actually target this one kid named Twib where they they twib him, which is they they flick the back of his ear because he has big ears, and so that's like that's the thing that they do to him. So they they do it to him, and it's like the one thing that Ellen is like, "Wow, you are such a jerk." But it, it is also the last like straw for this kid twib. So he just starts singing, "If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands." Because he is just like he 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 doesn't care anymore. Everybody in this bus is going down with him. He's he's lost it. Stu starts singing and dancing in the in the bus aisle with everybody. He's not reacting badly. Isn't that wonderful? Um, but nobody's driving the bus, so they're all going to die. Mm. Um, So they have to like snap him out of his trance. And so there's 
like a kid on the bus who his thing is every time he gets on the bus, um, he becomes a lounge singer. He's like super quiet. He's like the quietest kid in school, but he he like has a microphone and everything like with him. And so he's he tries to sing like all the songs he knows and, and they eventually uh, snap him out of it by singing um, uh, the Hokey Pokey. And then so he snaps out of it. He gets back to the wheel. They don't drive off a cliff. They definitely were going to. And and everybody's okay. And it's like, a, I love the episode because it's um, it's suspenseful. There's a lot of drama. Um, it's hilarious just like when Stu is having his like horrible mental breakdown as usual. It's pretty great. <laughs> Who wrote Ellen the note? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's the question I had. It was... Um, uh, a character who I like forget his name, but he's like kind of a recurring character, and this is terrible. Hmm. It's not Teddy Forsman, it's like the other guy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's gonna kill me. I'll remember. You it can later. say I don't know. I That's, don't yeah. know. That's, yeah. Um Okay, I have a I have a big question. Okay. And I don't know if you would have thought about this, but I think maybe you did. Um what is your like fan theory about why they're both named Pete. Hmm. I guess like a fan theory based on the writers or like if the writers had a story and were they're, they're just not telling it. Um, either. Okay. I guess it could be that um, when the second Pete was born mother was delirious and she just said Pete again and they just went with it okay um the other one the one that's more like a writer's room kind of situation could just be that they wanted it to be the names of two brothers but they couldn't they they just thought like Pete and Pete sounded funnier and they just (laughs) thought it would be weird okay and like so much stuff happens in the show that's just so weird Like, I wouldn't be, and unexplained. I was I I I wouldn't be surprised. So, like Laura said, it started as these interstitials between shows. So, like, I don't know, like that they th- thought that far ahead, and they were just like, it's almost like that Nickel- Nickelodeon thing to be like, why don't we make a, two- a show about two people named Pete that are brothers? Like, just like almost a yeah, non sequitur yeah. idea, and then they turn into a show, and now they're stuck with it. <laughs> they're not going to explain it, <laughs> and that's maybe why they don't. They're just like. You know, it's like when you have a lot of times like cartoons or like TV shows will have like a rule book that they follow. So it's just like so anyone can write an episode, but it's like these are the rules we follow when we write episodes of this show. So write whatever you want, but just know that these are like the unwritten things that we do. For example, there's like a whole thing online about like when they write like Wiley Coyote cartoons, like the guy who created them wrote a list of things like we don't ever do this we don't ever do this we don't ever do this and there's like just a list of rules and it's like just follow these and you can write it it's almost like you know we'll call it just don't mention that they're pete and pete or whatever (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. that's what i would guess Mm -hmm. um i guess my other question is is where was this in relation to like keenan and kel and all that and it was during all that, maybe before Keenan and Cal. I think it's before 
I want to say it's before both. It, I, in my mind, I remember it as Clarissa Explains It All and this oh, were great show. co-airing. And they also co-came yeah. out on DVD. Yeah. I I know that I, I know that all that was definitely airing during. I I'd say all that was like ninety four, ninety five. Okay. Um I would also say so this is also like salute your shorts at the same time yes. as this. Hey dude. Hey dude might have actually been earlier and was in reruns. Perhaps. I, w- I didn't have yeah. a firm grasp of that when I was a kid. Yeah, me neither. Like, sometimes I, I go on IMDb and I look up these things and I'm like, oh, that was not actually, like, airing, like, live. That was actually just in reruns and from, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which Pete did you like better? Little Pete. He's more fun. He's yeah. more fun. I think as an adult... It might be older Pete because you like get it a little more. But yeah. like when you're a kid, like you're, you're definitely like I pers- like he's rebelling against his parents, his teachers. Like he's doing that kind of stuff. Like he's a little prankster. And he also has a lot of like DIY ingenuity. He's he's doing all kinds of stuff. He's a mover and a shaker. He's got his own radio show called Wart Radio. Um, he seems to just like have all of these like gadgets and things or just like just the way he like pulled out that license to prove that he could do yeah he could have the the tattoo like he had he he seems to be like he's like a little man Mm -hmm. you know like he's when he talks to adults in the show he has like this earnestness about it that is like actually really remarkable in child acting um i i think that He's Danny Tamborelli, the actor um, who played him. Um, I think he did a really good job. And he's, <laughs> you often find him like talking to adults in a way that is almost like a prisoner, like talking to a warden or something in, in like a movie about like a prison break. Right. That's, that's how I would describe it. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I had a really good question. Uh, while you think about it, there is a podcast uh, by the two Pete's that they call. So the sh- original show is The Adventures of Pete and Pete, but their real names are Danny and Mike, and so they have a podcast called The Adventures of Danny and Mike. Oh, they're still nice. friends. Yeah, they're still recording it. I actually saw them together at a improv show like two years ago. That's beautiful. <laughs> like, I love friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I wish Keenan and Kel hung out still. Uh, Keenan is doing much better than Kel. I know. Yeah. I still wish they were friends. Um, I That actually did make me think of my question. Okay. Um, were any of the actors or actresses in the show, would I recognize them now, like even in like a guest character or? Um, yeah. Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Okay. You know her. From, She's from like, Buffy. Buffy. Yeah. yeah. So she like got her start. <laughs> actually, she got her start on Clarissa Explains It All in like an episode where she plays a little girl that, um, Clarissa is babysitting and she's like a demon and she basically takes that same energy and brings it to Pete and Pete but she is actually it's a similar vibe to little Pete in that she is not afraid to throw down especially for her friends like she's tough but she's a good guy you know there's Um, tons the show has tons of guest stars yes it is actually like completely chock full of um musicians mm-hmm. um iggy pop plays her father he's like the most notable recurring character who is like 
a punk rock star. And like my parents, when they saw the show, they were like, oh my God, that's Ziggy Pop. That's so funny. But that happens throughout the entire show. So you've got Debbie Harry makes an appearance. Uh, Michael Stipe is in an episode. Um, Patty Hearst is in an episode. Um, you, I mean, you've got people from SNL like Ellen Cleghorn and also um, Matt, help me with this, Eagleheart. 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 Uh, Elliot. Chris Elliot. Chris Elliot. Yeah, Chris Elliot's in there. So stuff like that. It's um, it's it's a good uh, cast of people. And yeah. and there's uh, what's his face? Uh, Fargo. Oh, Steve Buscemi. Wait, He's, really? Yeah, Steve Buscemi's in there. Yeah, he plays Ellen's father. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then. What, was Toby Huss also? Yeah, Toby Huss plays Artie, the um, superhero character that we talked about before. Um, I know he was in Carnival, which was a show on HBO. Um, I think I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing advertisements about yeah. that. Um, he's definitely done other stuff, um, but I can't think of it right now. But he's he's definitely a guy. Um, and also the actor who played Endless Mike, um, um, it's just a good name. I know. Um, he was in Band of Brothers and he also did the voice of Henry from, um, from Kablam, which was another great Nickelodeon cartoon. It it was like a variety show cartoon. Mm-hmm. They had like a bunch of different stuff, and, and like Henry and June were the host cartoon hosts, and he was Henry. Uh, Adam West. And Adam West was also he's the he principal. played the principal, and uh, he's he's so great. His voice is so like iconic. Um, there's there's a, there's a lot of there are a lot of other uh people i'm sort of looking at a list right now but there's like a ton of other random people who have been on jk simmons was on it uh oh, ll cool j that oh. was a big ladies love him that was a big episode because um i remember on nickelodeon them promoting that episode they're like oh my god ll cool j is gonna be in this episode and he plays a principal as well um but he's like a cool principal uh alicia keys plays a student oh that must have been before she was anything also janine garofalo is in that episode she plays a teacher Mm -hmm. Um, anyways chock full of people there's a whole list of people that i'm not going to read them all but Um, yeah that's now i kind of want to go watch the show um so this was on we have season one and two on dvd yeah (laughs) (laughs) so this was on nickelodeon yeah um i guess my next question is, is what other shows on nickelodeon at this time or like a little bit later that did you really like? I really liked Kablam. I liked all that. Um, I thought Clarissa Explains It All was good. I loved it. Um, also Will and Won't They relationship, right? Oh, Between with Clarissa that guy and the that... football player? The football player. I think he played football. There was might have been one episode. The guy where he that football. goes through her window yeah. every day. He played football. I think at least in one episode. Okay. <laughs> the episode where he like goes to play football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I did um, like that show. What else? I mean, I loved Ren and Stimpy. Okay. And Rugrats Ugh. and Doug. Just the 
it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was the best time. We didn't deserve it. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, lot of good, a lot of good live action stuff then. Not yeah. that Ryan Stimpy was live action, but. I loved Keenan and Cal. Loved it. Um, I watched all these shows. This is, I didn't, the only channel I watched when I was a kid. The first time I watched not Nickelodeon or like, you know, like Saturday morning cartoons was like middle school. I watched Nickelodeon all the way through. I never watched Disney Channel. I never watched any of that other stuff. It was all Nickelodeon. So I watched all of it. We didn't get Disney until I was in like high school. So I only watched Nickelodeon. Yeah. I didn't have Disney. Disney was a pay channel for my, where I lived. For some reason, it was not a pay channel where I lived and I had it my whole life. Um, I think, but I know there, a lot of people who didn't. There were definitely people who had it who I don't necessarily think they paid for it, but we, it was channel 35, but our TV went from 34 to 36. Whoa. Uh, I don't know why. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. I mean, I watched it, but I think it scared me a bit and I didn't enjoy being afraid. I also, that's why I didn't like to watch Salute Your Shorts because it made me afraid of camp. There's only one. There's only one episode where it's like the scary dude, the the plumber dude. You know, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even. It was like it just made camp seem unbearable. It made camp seem like not fun and mostly unbearable. Now look at me. I watched the show and then I worked at a camp for four years. (laughs) Um, let's see here. I I also liked um, like cartoons. I loved Angry Angry Beavers. Oh yeah, that was great. I loved Regrets. Um, oh, this is a little later, but Wild Thornberries I loved. Um, yeah, I feel like that was, I was like in late middle school or something when that started. Yeah. And I definitely like watched it. There were things that I watched just out of, just because I watch TV all the time. Just yeah. change a channel and you watch whatever is on it. Exactly. I don't, you don't do that anymore. It's no. Really no more fun. channel surfing. Yeah. <laughs> I never really watched. Uh, I think at one point I just stopped. So I like, I know what the wild thornberries are, but I like never watched it. What was that one? Rocket show. Rocket oh, I, Rocket ro- I watched Rocket Power. Team Rocket, the show. I watched Pokemon. it. Um, I did not. That was that, like both those, like I'd say wild thornberries. That's like, that was like the end of me watching Nickelodeon. So therefore I, I still didn't really watch it. Like maybe I saw a few episodes, but like uh, Team Rocket or whatever it's called, uh, that was like I'd never seen any of that. Like I'm aware that it was like a show, mm-hmm. but that was like just past me watching it. And I feel like I watched Nickelodeon pretty late in my life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's so many shows I'm missing, but I really did love Wild Thornberries. Uh, well, Angry Beavers is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocco's a- Modern Life. Rocco's Modern. Oh life. my god, I can't believe I almost forgot that. I love Rocco. Ah, so good. Um, yeah, that's great. There's supposed to be a, a, a new special for that coming out. Oh, really? Uh, there's Doug. Um, there was uh, Cat Dog. Ooh. I hated Cat Dog so much. I don't know if I liked it, but I did watch it. Like, I think even as a kid, I was like, uh, but. <laughs> you owned a cat and a dog. I owned a cat and a dog. Um, Ah Real Monsters. Oh, I loved Ah Real Monsters. Yeah, that was pretty good. That Although, didn't scare you guys? It didn't scare no. me, but sometimes it would be gross. Like, I wouldn't want to eat while I watched it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Ren and Stimpy, though. I really liked Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I really liked eating watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Ah Real Monsters. Um, see, I told you, I know all I know all of it. I watched all of these mm-hmm. shows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Arnold. 
Hey Arnold. Oh, I, I liked Hey Arnold mostly because he was in the fourth grade and so was I. Wow. I mean, Hey Arnold is just a classic. Uh, did we get them all? Did we nail all the, the Nicktoons and live? I mean, there's probably something that was like no one watched, but... <laughs> I remember uh, I used to always get super mad when it switched to Nick at Night because I just wanted it to show the shows I wanted it to watch. I wanted to watch. Uh, my brother and me. Is that the puppet one? No, oh, that was a different that was thing. My cousin Skeeter. Yes, and, that, that was when I stopped. Yeah, that around was, that time. That's too late for me. Um, I didn't like that show because I didn't like that he was a puppet. My brother and me was before that. I don't. I think that was, that. and I think my brother and me was on for a very short period of time, but. I would quote it to my friends, so I remember it as a yeah. like a joke. Like looking back on it, um, yeah, Alex Mack. Oh, that was such a good show too. Oh, yes. I wish I could watch yeah. Alex Mack right now. She actually is in an episode of Pete and Pete. Um, is season three Dance Fever? She plays a nurse, uh, which is kind of inexplicable because she's like actually sixteen years yeah. old, but she plays a nurse. <laughs> and there's a crossover with that and uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, right? Same actress, right? Isn't that her? Sure. Yes. <laughs> it, that it was, was a joke it. that no one remembered. It was the same actress. <laughs> um, I feel like there was like this one show called Caitlin and she had horses. <laughs> was it called hmm. Caitlin and her horses? <laughs> no, she would, like had done something bad. So she got sent out west with like a family member. Hmm. I feel like this is beyond me. Yeah. Um. And there was a show where I'm pretty sure Michelle Trachtenberg was like a newspaper reporter or detective. Oh, yeah. She was in Harriet the Spy. But yes. That wasn't a show. It oh. was a movie. But it was by, they, it was by Nickelodeon. It was, yeah, it was a Nickelodeon movie. They like promoted the crap out of it. It was like the first, I think it was the first Nickelodeon movie. Like that was like the big deal about it. It's like, mm. we're going to start making movies. Here's one of them. Then there was a news show. This sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't I would. I don't think I'd ever know the name of it. There's also Roundhouse, which was oh, the yeah. all that before all that existed. Yeah. It existed for like one season, and I thought it was so funny. And they canceled it and replaced it was like sketch comedy, mm-hmm. and they replaced it with all that. It's the most '90s thing you'd ever lay your eyes on. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. Yeah, and then there's uh, you can't do that on television, which is even earlier. That's the than '80s. Roundhouse. Yeah, that has like Alanis Morissette in it and stuff. It was Canadian, so. Uh, I feel like I'm, is there something else like Snick that we're missing? Sorry, Afraid of the Dark. We said. I said Kablam. Kablam. That was also when all that was on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I also liked Nick at Night. You said you didn't like it. I loved watch. I would watch I Love Lucy all the time. I don't know. I was a big fan of I Love Lucy as a kid. I think it, it depends what they show because I never watched it when they played I Love Lucy. And I, I feel like now they just play. Well, now like, it's like Big Bang Theory. And it's yeah, like, why is this like, Nick at Night? It's not old yet. <laughs> uh, I wish I could be watching all of these shows right now. Most notably Alex Mack. Let's see. I liked, oh, this is how I know. Like I used to watch uh, Mork and Mindy. That was also that, that uh, Nick at Night. Robin Williams' first thing. I think first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would watch I Dream of Jeannie. These are all my Nick at Night shows. Yeah. Bewitched. Oh, I loved Bewitched. I will say that was my yeah. favorite of the shows. Because um, I wanted to be able to... Do the nose thing? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Like no noses. It. I even liked the... I I don't think many people did, but I even liked the Will Ferrell Bewitched movie. I thought that was fine. He plays Darren. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do we have any more thoughts on this? Because it's, it's getting about that time. Yeah. I just want to watch Alex Mack. <laughs> I do remember really liking that. Oh, uh, Space Cases? Oh, yeah. Space Cases. Thanks for reminding me. And are you saying that because you remember watching it? Because I feel like we've talked about it. Yeah, I do. I do remember. I Sometimes I dip in and out of remembering watching the show. It was like a Star Trek parody. Um, I mean, it's, you, you watch it, you're like, oh, this is Star Trek, but for kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I That's often forget good. it. It was the same. That was like the same time really as like Alex Mack. Like these were like the same. I feel like they were back to back on TV. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say that like I forgot that that show existed. And then when I went to college, I learned about IMDb. Like, I just want to say this was 2005. It was like the dawn of the internet, basically. Like YouTube YouTube (laughs) was like a thing. Like Facebook just became a thing. Like I, everything that we know and love was like just beginning. And so a friend of mine, um, we were like just like talking about like old shows we liked and she was like, oh, let's just like go on IMDb. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, internet movie database. And <laughs> we looked it up and like she was like, yeah, remember Space Cases? And it was like mind blowing yeah. <laughs> because it, it listed like all the episodes and who was in it and yeah. and all of that. So God bless IMDb. <laughs> well, if we're missing any other shows, Hit us up. tweet us. Tweet us. It's the our least used social media, but please send us those tweets. <laughs> uh, well, Laura, thank you for being on the show. Yes, Laura, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Check out Laura's Etsy store. And what's your Etsy name? Uh, Slushin Miner. Slushin Miner. Yes. Right. Pete, a couple of Pete and Pete pins, and then also your website, LauraMinerPhotography.com. This is the first person with real plugs, I think, we've ever had. (laughs) Thank you for being our first non-improviser guest. First person with real plugs. First person with real plugs. Person who lives here in in the studio, as we call it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. All right. Do we have any... We don't have any corrections because we haven't had any episodes. (laughs) We've read the one correction we had. Um, All right. Well... uh, that's it then. Yes. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Hello from Norway. Bye. Bye.